I'll read a portion of the word of God. John chapter 1 from verse 1. This is one of my favorite Bible passages. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. So, in him was life, and the life was the light of man. In him, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. He? So the word is a he. Who is a he? He is a pronoun. A pronoun is used to refer to a person. The pronoun he is used to refer to a male person, right? So, therefore, the word is a person. The Bible is trying to tell you that the word is a person. In the beginning was the word. We might as well say in the beginning was the person. (laughs) Was the person, right? And the person was with God. And the person was God. It's telling you that the word is a person. Mm. Look at what it says. It says in verse 4, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. You know what's interesting? Jesus said in the book of John chapter 6, Jesus said, The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So the words are life. He, the word, is life. That is why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So the word is life. The word is truth. The word is the way. The word is a person. And this person, the Bible calls him he, him. In him was the life. So the person of the word is God and he became flesh now if you don't understand this basic fact you cannot understand salvation you cannot understand Jesus you cannot understand God Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life no man come to the father except through me before you can meet God the father you have to meet God the son why do I call him God the son because the Bible says he was God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So the Word is God. So you have to know God the Son before you can know the Father. No man come unto the Father except by me, except through me. No man. No man. If you believe in God, in Jesus, you must believe too. Jesus, who is Jesus? Who was He? People have different uh, ideas, understanding, belief of who Jesus is or was. Some people still think he was just uh, uh, another history person in the history books. Some people think he's just a figment of imagination. Some people think he's just a player or a character in a story written by somebody else. But the word of God told us that the word 
became flesh and dwelt amongst us. He came, the Bible says, he came unto his own and his own received him not. He was in the world. He made the world. But he came into the world that he made and they didn't receive him. They rejected him. Why? Because he was not what they expected. He wasn't who they expected. They expected a different kind of God. They wanted the one that performed miracles at their will. Oh, if you are the son of God, then show us a sign. If you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. They wanted a God that would do magic at the snap of their fingers. But that is not why God came. Scripture says, for this reason the Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of darkness. He says, I am come to call sinners unto repentance. He came to save. He says, I am come to do the will of my Father. The will of the Father is that all should not perish. None should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So he came to call you back to God, but you were expecting something else. That is why they didn't receive. The Bible says that their, their works was evil. He, the Bible says in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shone in the darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend it. The darkness cannot understand it. That is why when he came, the darkness ran away. They rejected him. They didn't want him because of their evil deeds. Because their deeds were so evil, the light will expose them. They didn't want to be exposed. But Jesus said, I came so that I will expose the works of darkness. <laughs> you are doing the opposite of why I came. I came to expose the works of darkness, to destroy the works of darkness, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. I came to put an end to sin. I came to pay the price that you should have paid. I came to deliver you from your sin and your bondage and your death. The number one thing that man feared the most is death. No day passed that anybody don't think of death. That is one appointment that everybody has. The scripture says it's appointed for man to die once after which is a judgment. So, everybody afraid of death. Everybody has an appointment of death. Except those that will be raptured. Those that were alive, that will be alive when the Christ shall return. That is why Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whosoever believe in me will not die. And even though you will die, you are dead, yet shall he live. So Jesus said, I came to give you life. I came to give you life. But you don't want life because of your works of evil. You reject him. The world rejected him. He came unto his own, the Bible says, but his own knew him not. They didn't know him. They couldn't recognize him. They said, you are the son of God? No. You're not the son of God. Jesus says, what do you mean I'm not the son of God? I don't have to tell you that I'm the son of God. You see the works that I do, the works that I do testify of me. Jesus says, it's not me who do the works, but my father who do the works. It's the father that does the works in me, through me. Just what I see my father do, that's what I do. They didn't like that. They didn't understand it. They were confused. The Bible says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness comprehended not. They were confused. They couldn't comprehend. They couldn't understand. Jesus says, you see me now, but very soon you won't see me. Where I go, you cannot come. And they say, what does it mean? Where he goes, we cannot go. Is he going to die? 
they didn't understand because they are darkness they're full of darkness when you're full of darkness you cannot understand the light you cannot comprehend it that's why the Bible calls the Spirit of God the Spirit of truth and the Spirit of revelation of wisdom he reveals things because his light is life but if you don't have the Spirit of God you cannot understand the Spirit of wisdom the Spirit of understanding But the word was a person. The word is a person. Who makes up a person? Do you have to have a physical appearance to be a person? So even when Jesus was no longer on the earth physically, he was still existing. He still exists. He still speaks because the word is a person. You can talk with a person and not see the person. You can stay on the internet and converse with another person in another part of the world without seeing that person physically. But you can talk and chat and exchange ideas and information. And you can learn from each other about each other. And you will know that person very well, even though you haven't met that person physically. If you think, if you think, if you think that the Word of God is not Jesus. If you think the world is not God, because I know some people do not believe that God the Son is God. Till today, some people don't believe that. The Bible says, the spirit of the Antichrist. Who is the Antichrist? Whoever denied the Father and the Son is the spirit of the Antichrist. You are against Christ if you don't believe. Jesus is the Son of God. If you don't believe that Jesus is God, you are the Spirit of the Antichrist. The one that don't want to accept that Jesus is God. The same Spirit that was working in the children of disobedience, in the religious people that kept pointing fingers at Jesus, that ended up crucifying him. He called himself God. He blasphemes. Do you know the person of the Word of God? Have you met him? You can meet a person without seeing the person physically. Come on. I don't have to have a vision of Jesus to meet Jesus. You don't have to have a vision of Jesus to meet Jesus. You don't have to have a vision of Jesus physically to converse with Jesus. It's spiritual. That's why Jesus told Nicodemus. He says, Except the man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. It's a spiritual thing. He said the wind blew it where he listed. You hear the sound, but you cannot tell where it goes and where it's coming, but you hear the sound. He says, so is everyone who is born of the spirit. It's spiritual. The kingdom of God cannot be observed with the physical eyes. The kingdom of God is in power. It's not in words, it's in power. The kingdom of God, when it comes on you, when you enter the kingdom, you have been born again. Your spirit is renewed by the spirit of God. And you can meet the person of Jesus. You meet the person. Jesus can say, hello, how are you, my son? How are you? 
Come, let me give you rest. He said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest from your work. <laughs> you see, you can meet the person without actually physically meeting the person. Some of you have online friends that you never met physically. Some of you have millions of followers on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Some of you have thousands and thousands of followers. Some of you hundreds. Persons you never even met. All you see is a picture, a profile picture, and a status update, and a like here, and a message here and there. Some of you even hear their voice when they post a, a video or audio. But you've never met them physically though. Does that mean you don't know the person? Does that mean you never met the person? No. You met the person online. My point. You don't really need to have a vision of Jesus walk up to you to meet Jesus. You can meet him right in the privacy of your room. On your knees. And then he will come to you and lay his hand on you. And you will feel the presence of God in your spirit. You can meet Jesus while you're driving to work. You can meet Jesus while you're writing an exam. And then you're frustrated and you don't know what to do. And you can't even figure out how to go about, how to, how to approach the questions. I have met Jesus. There have been times when I come to a stop, a, 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 a point in my life where I don't know what to do anymore. I've been in situations in the exam hall, open the questions, I don't even know where to start. I don't understand the question, I can't even answer it. I go, Lord, how do I do this? I'm not going to submit this empty piece of paper to get a zero. How do I do this? And the Holy Ghost speaks. And I begin to write from nowhere, from somewhere, somewhere, understanding, inspiration, answers come. Don't tell me I never met Jesus. Don't tell me, don't tell me I don't know who Jesus is. I'm here to tell you so that you will meet him. I'm here to straighten your heart. I'm here to, 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 to enlighten you. I'm here to, to bear witness. I'm here to testify of Jesus because I met him. I've been in a situation in my life where I'm at a crossroad, don't know where to go, don't know where to turn. Frustrated, almost gave up. I say, Lord, help me. And then he opens the door and he shows me the way. And I go, how did that just happen? What are the odds? I've been in situations where I don't even know where I'm going to get help. And then, I mean, Jesus comes again. He's always there. He's our help in time of need. The word of God says, I know the thoughts that I have for you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. He says, Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Whew. He is very much alive. Brethren, if you are out there still doubting, 
If you're out there, you don't know Jesus, you never met him. Come to him. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 10 that if you can believe, if you will believe the Lord Jesus, this message, this gospel, believe that he died for your sin and God raised him from the dead, thereby overcoming death. If you can believe that he died and paid a price for you, his blood has cleansed you from all unrighteousness. If you can believe in Jesus, you shall be saved. Confess it with your mouth. You shall be saved. Amen.